Welcome to your prayer intentions with author Peter and Jimmy. And we welcome your prayers at WQPHradio.org. Oh Mary, send my prayers to heaven. Don't let another day go by. You can ask the Lord to help me. When my cross gets heavy and my soul is dry, Oh, Jesus, hear my cry. Oh, Mary, send my prayers to the sky. Along with all of my intentions, every word takes flight. Hello and welcome to another edition of Your Prayer Intentions. Happy to be here for the next 25, 24 minutes or so as we pray for your prayer intentions. I want to start today a little differently in that uh, something interesting happened today at Mass. And not so much at Mass as when I went to Mass. Went to Mass this morning. I was running late. There was bad traffic and so forth. And I actually got there very late. He was in the middle of the Eucharistic prayers when I uh, got in. So I went to the and pew and knelt down instantly. And I had a sudden feeling that said, go to the priest, get a personal blessing. And it was an overwhelming feeling that I needed to get a personal blessing from the priest. Overwhelming feeling. So when it came time for communion, I was the very last person in line because I was the very last person. And there was only the priest. There was no other service, so you had to go all the way up. But I actually had my hat with me as I went up. And I dropped it in a pew near the front. And uh, after communion, I was near the front doing the closing prayers. And it's an adoration day. So uh, the priest started setting up the altar for adoration. And I went into the sacristy and waited for him. And I asked him for a blessing, and I got it. Now, I have no idea what's coming up today. I have no idea if something disastrous is coming, if something good is coming, if I'm going to have a hard week. There's lots of things happening in my life. Some are interesting. Some are pain in the neck. And, of course, I don't have to tell you about what's happening in the world today. But I just had it was, the feeling was so strong. Get up, get that blessing. And I wonder how many times in your life God sends you that feeling and you just, you know, poo-poo it. You think about it, it's important for a few seconds, then, oh, it's a spade. Go to confession or go see the priest or go do, you know, you get the feeling to do something that you know is a good thing. You know it's something you should do and you just don't do it. Do not hesitate on those things. Do not, and I mentioned that with last week's gospel about the love of God, all your heart, all your might, and so forth. When that feeling comes, my advice to you is do not hesitate. Take care of it. Take care of it right away. And it doesn't matter if you have a good priest or a bad priest or if you're in a nice parish, just take care of it. The blessing still counts. The blessing is the same. And now let's get to the Gospels for this week and the, uh, the readings. 
I'm going to do all three readings again this week. The first one's Malachi, chapter 1, and it bounces around a bit. 14b to chapter 2, 2b, and then 8 to 10. But regardless of how, we, how they chop it up. A great king am I, says the Lord of hosts, and my name will be feared among the nations. And now, O priest, this commandment is for you. If you do not listen, if you do not lay it to heart, to give glory to my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will send a curse upon you, and of your blessing I will make a curse. You have turned aside from the way and have caused many to falter by your instruction. You have made void the covenant of Levi, said the Lord of hosts. I therefore have made you contemptible and base before all the people, since you do not keep my ways, but show partiality in your decisions. Have we not all one father? Has not the one God created us? Why then do we break faith with one another, violating the covenant of our fathers? Interesting thing, considering what we were just talking about. Okay, second reading. This is from the First Thessalonians, chapter 2. Brothers and sisters, we were gentle with you, as a nursing mother cares for her children. With such affection for you, we were determined to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our very selves as well. So, dearly beloved, had you become to us, you would call, brothers and sisters, our toil and drudgery, working day and night in order not to burden any of you, we proclaim to you the gospel of God. And for this reason, we do give thanks to God unceasingly that in receiving the word of God from hearing us, you received not a human word, but as it truly is, the word of God, which is now at work in you who believe. And now this is the gospel again from the gospel of Matthew, chapter 23. Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees have taken their seat on the chair of Moses. Therefore do and observe all things whatsoever they tell you, but do not follow their example. For they preach, but do not practice. They tie up heavy burdens, hard to carry, and lay them on people's shoulders, but will not lift a finger to move them. All their works are performed to be seen, they widen their phylacteries and lengthen their tassels. They love the places of honor at banquets, seats of honor at synagogues, greetings and marketplaces, and the salutation, Rabbi. As for you, do not be called Rabbi. You have but one teacher, and you are all brothers. Call no one on earth your father, for you have one father in heaven. Do not be called master. You have one master, the Christ. Greatest among you must be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, but whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Now let's take a good look at that gospel reading. And I want to concentrate on the first part a little bit. Obviously, Jesus is talking about the hypocrisy of the scribes and Pharisees. And you'll notice in the first reading how this is not obviously not a new problem for the children of Israel. In fact, if you go back as far as uh, in the book of Samuel, you will see Samuel, Eli is a pretty decent guy, but his sons, who are also priests, are no good. And Eli admonishes his sons, they still keep it up, and God says to Samuel, you know, going to break that house because they're not doing wrong. And then Samuel's own sons, when they become judges, are not very good. And that's when the people cry out for a king, and God says, yeah, all right, they rejected me. 
Go do it. Now, God doesn't say, no, you should have a king. Because sometimes you're going to have good, sometimes you're going to have bad. It's like every now and then people will talk about the Pope or about this Pope or that Pope. I have a relative who's very against the Catholic, and it'll bring up various Popes throughout history. And I always say to him, you know, it's been 2,000 years. You're going to get the odd lemon here and there. But we've had a lot of saintly popes. If you look at the, you know, the St. John the 23rd, St. Paul the 6th, St. John Paul the 2nd, St. Pius the 10th. I mean, you, 20th century is full of saintly popes, literally, who were canonized saints. But, you know, you have, you have some priests who are good and some priests who are not so hot. I mean, there's hundreds of, there's hundreds of thousands of priests in the world. In fact, I, I forget if the number is 1.1 million or 100-something thousand. There's a lot of priests in the world. And there are some who are lemons. There are some who are, some, there are a lot of bishops in the church. And there are some who are lemons. There are a fair amount of cardinals in the world. A couple hundred cardinals, I think. Not all of them are voting, but, and some of them are lemons. But what does Jesus say? Jesus doesn't say, ignore them. Jesus doesn't say, oh, this one's a lemon, don't say anything. Jesus says, what does Jesus specifically say to the crowd? Jesus spoke up to the crowds and his disciples saying, the scribes and the Pharisees have taken their seat on the chair of Moses, therefore do and observe all things, whatever they tell you. Doesn't matter if they're hypocrites. Doesn't matter this. They're the ones who are in charge. They're the ones, and if I didn't want them there at this time, if I wanted them gone, they'd be gone tomorrow. So remember, if God wants anybody, if God wanted someone gone tomorrow, they're gone tomorrow. And part of faith, part of love of God, is trusting him. You're going to hate this example, but I'm Sicilian, so I'm going to give you this example. You remember the Godfather, when Michael Corleone is in charge and... He's saying, I want you to do this, I want you to do that. And Tessio and uh, Clemenza are complaining about this. You know, they're doing this, they're doing that. And they go to Don Corleone, who's semi-retired. And they say, are you loyal to me? Yes, Godfather. Do you trust my judgment? Yes, Godfather. Will you do what I say? Yes, Godfather. Then trust Michael. If you love God, part of faith in God is having faith that he knows what he's doing, even if he hasn't told you. And I like to say, and this is something I've said many times, and it gets me in trouble on occasion, but I'm going to say it anyways. And again, like I said, there's sometimes you're going to have, there are things that sometimes get done that I don't, the decisions I don't like. I'm very suspicious of the Synod, for example. But in the end, you got to trust God. These are the decisions God made. God knows what he's doing, even if he hasn't told me. So you got to trust in God. What do you call a Catholic who decides to run away because of a bad priest or a bad bishop or a bad cardinal or a bad pope? What do you call a Catholic who rejects the church for that? You call him a Protestant. And that's what it is. When St. Faustino's divine mercy was suppressed, did people disobey? No. They waited, they prayed, and then it came back. And not only did it come back, 
but suddenly you had a Polish Pope, and suddenly you had Faustina, you know, within, within 45 years of the time that they started suppressing the Divine Mercy message. Faustina was a saint, and the Divine Mercy Sunday was proclaimed. There's a story of a, um, a nun whose order was ex excommunicated in Australia and so forth. There have been false things said about him. Prayed for the priest who led it. Poor, poor, my poor, poor priest. Prayed, prayed, prayed for them. And it all went away, and it went away eventually. But it was all about obedience. I am going to trust God. I am going to trust what God is doing, and I am going to have faith. I'm not going to act like these guys, but I'm going to follow the faith, and I'm not going to run away from it. I'm not going to let the errors of man make me run away from the church of God. And one of the things I pray for on a regular basis is I pray for, and I do this on the fourth glorious mystery of my second rosary of the day. I do three 20-decade rosaries a day. And if I fall behind, I make it up afterwards. So, but th there's the, the 60 decades, seven days a week. So there's a lot of decades. So on my fourth glorious mystery of my second rosary, I always offer it for those who blame the church for their problems. Not a bad thing to pray for. Because you're going to find fault in people. And there's plenty of fault in people because people are people. It's the human nature to have fault. Peter and Paul found fault in each other. This was even after Jesus was gone. Paul was complaining about Peter. And then Paul himself, after saying, you know, you don't want to make, we don't have to be, sir, after the you know, Council of Jerusalem, people don't have to be circumcised. But he got uh, Timothy circumcised because he thought for the sake of appearances. Again, people make mistakes. People don't always do the right thing, which is why we need our Savior, which is why we need God. But you've got to trust God. Trust the judgment of God. Have faith that he knows what he's doing, even if he hasn't told you. And go with it. That's the message of this. And the message of this is, it's a very hard gospel. If I'm a priest on the altar reading that gospel, I'm asking myself, do I do this? And if I'm not asking myself if I'm doing this, then you probably, <laughs> then you're probably worry. You probably could have something to worry about. But it's a tough set of gospel readings today for a priest, because it it challenges them. The challenges for the priest, and the challenges for us. The challenge for the priest is to not be that person who's up on the altar doing one thing and then doing something else else when he's off the altar. And the challenge for us is to, regardless of whether or not we have a great priest or a bad priest or a mad priest, to respect the authority of the church and the teaching of the church. That's the thing. And because of that, this is a very challenging gospel, a very challenging set of readings. 
be up to the challenge. And now let's get to our prayer requests. Again, we pray for the people who are on that pilgrimage. They're on that pilgrimage right now. Uh, there's a group in Italy on pilgrimage, so we're praying for them. We still have the prayer request for the priest who is uh, having some issues and asks people to uh, do the 54-day uh, novena. So if you started it last week after we mentioned it, Please consider uh, picking it up because this priest is suffering. I again am praying for the woman who is having some mental health issues. Going to pray for Marianne out in uh, New York who's been having some horrible issues both with in terms of poverty and in terms of familial issues. I'm going to pray for our own Marianne who is on the pilgrimage. And pray for her there. We have our standing prayer requests. We pray for the local priests and bishops. Especially this week. Given this week's gospel. We especially pray for our local priests and bishops. And for the Pope and for the Synod. We pray for these this week. We pray for Mary. We pray for Nancy. We pray for Eric. We pray for the intentions of the Dominican Sisters of St. Cecilia. Who have asked us you know, to pray for them every week. And, of course, we pray for you, our donors to WQPH, because without you, there is no WQPH for us to be giving you this message. And we're going to pray this week the fourth joyful mystery. Because it's not quite priestly, but it's a lot like it. The presentation in the temple, before the priest, following the law. I think it's very fitting for uh, the gospel that we've talked about today and about following the way of God. So let's begin this as we begin everything in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The fourth joyful mystery is the presentation in the temple and the purification of Mary. We offer thee, O Lord Jesus, this fourth decade the presentation and temple and the purification of your mother Mary, and ask of thee through this mystery and through the intercession of thy holy mother, purity and body and soul. Amen. Our Father, what in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, for the grace of the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, for the grace of the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, for the grace of the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls into heaven, especially those who are most in need of thy mercy. May the grace and mystery of the proclamation of the kingdom of heaven come down to our souls. Amen. And now for those of you doing the indulgence calendar, these are for the intentions of the Holy Father. Glory be to the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Hail Mary, for the grace of the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now the hour of death. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the day of battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Hosts, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. And we pray this as we pray all things. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, before we get to our final prayer, I want to remind you that we are in the octave of All Saints Day. And that means that you still have time to earn that special plenary indulgence. You should be listening to this on the 4th or on midnight on the 5th if you're not listening to it online on uh, streaming off of wqphradio.org, which you should visit if you want to check out the podcasts of our shows and, and all of the WQPH shows. So remember, all the way to the 8th, all the way till Wednesday, you have the chance to earn a special plenary indulgence under the usual conditions if you go to a graveyard and pray for the souls of the dead. So, take advantage of these things that the church offers you to help you out. Just like the blessing that I had was felt compelled to get today, get yourself down there and get that plenary indulgence. Get the confession, get communion, and go get that while you can, because otherwise you're going to have to wait another year for it. And now our closing prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God of mercy, as we reach out to those seeking you, send forth your Holy Spirit upon this show, upon this station, upon all the stations that carry this show, and upon all those who are listening to it, either live or, or first broadcast, repeat, or podcast, to renew us in faith. Enable us to share the good news of the gospel with loving words and caring deeds so that those who have drifted away may be drawn to your church and follow the way of your son, Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the light. We make our prayer through Jesus Christ our Lord, and we pray this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. From all of us here at WQPH, we'll see you next week. Goodbye, and God bless you all. On the WQPH community calendar. If you get a chance... Swing down to St. Bernard's Parish at St. Camilla's Church on Mechanic Street in Fitchburg. And at the entrance, there are envelopes 
with the names of bishops. And we, we talked about adopt a bishop. There are prayer cards and stuff that you can grab so that you can adopt a bishop to pray for. They're sitting there right at the entrance of the church. If you walk in, you look to the right just before the confessional. They're on a little table. So if you want to do the adopt a bishop, go down to the church there, get an envelope, get the prayer cards, and adopt a bishop to pray for country needs your prayers and the bishops who are going to shepherd us through this time no matter how this time ends are going to need it more because they're going to be the ones who will help us to get to where we need to go as the princes of christ so go down there and get and grab one and adopt a bishop or just pray for a bishop on your own you're listening to wqph 89.3 fm shirley fitchberg and now a word from author peter and jimmy who is the host of your prayer intentions taking place every Saturday at 12.30 p.m. Whether you're donating money or giving us prayers, without you, we don't go on. And if you do want to help us go on, please consider going to wqphradio.org. There's a donate button there. You can give once, you can give monthly, and it makes a difference. It keeps all of our shows, and we have a great lineup of shows, keeps us going. And whether you're a fan of uh, your prayer intentions, whether you like Steve's show, Benedict's Hammer Sundays at Midnight, whether you like Brother Matthew and Brother Anthony from From the Housetops, which is on Sundays, 10.30 a.m. and 4 p.m. Whether you're a fan of the Children's Rosary, which we have every day at 5 p.m., seven days a week. Whether you like our local matter show, which is Saturday at 11, or Talk Catholic, which comes right after us at 12.30. Larry's Music Off, Sunday at 11 a.m. We have the Shepherd's Pie, Saturdays at 1 p.m. Or Dan and Tom with the 13th Apostle, which comes just before us at 11.30. Any of those shows and all the stuff you donate, you help these things come out. But what also at the WQPH website, in addition to podcasts of our shows, is the prayer wall. Right on the prayer wall, support WQPH and get WQPH 24 hours a day, 7 days a week on WQPHradio.org. This is Peter and Jemmy, host of Your Prayer Intentions, every Saturday here on 89.3 WQPH. Shirley Fitchburg. Do you have a prayer request that you'd like me to pray for or perhaps the whole community? Well, include that prayer request in an email. Specify if you want it on air or off and email that prayer request to WQPH893 at Comcast.net. Let me repeat that. It's WQPH893 at Comcast.net. And we will pray for you. If you have an urgent request that you're looking for immediate prayer, tweet me directly at the Tech Guy blog on Twitter or the Tech Guy blog on Gab. God bless you.